0: So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers.
1: All right, guys, welcome back to Hosers. Uh, we're on episode number 83, the Alice Hemsky episode. Um, are we going to still stick to Jersey numbers? I, when did we even yeah. start Jersey numbers? I don't remember.
2: Yeah, I think I we've know. always I, done Jersey numbers, bro. It's always been a thing. For yeah, some I mean, I've I, usually
1: I, I, done it. Yeah, I just always think it's like a, a, year, a year old trend. I thought it was like a pandemic we like, trend.
0: We were like episode one, we were like, Turk Broda.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> We didn't.
0: <laughs> Thank you next.
2: <laughs> I actually remember what I said on the first episode and it's like the douchiest shit ever. I'm like, "Welcome to Hosers. This is the maiden voyage." <laughs> like, what the fuck does that even mean?
1: I I said uh mating voyage the other day and no one got it.
2: The mating voyage?
1: Yeah, like let's take her on her mating voyage and no one got it.
2: I like it. That's cool.
1: Um so yeah, we're on the Alice Hemsky episode. <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. me as always are my my co-hosts Thomas Williams and Chris Killingsworth. Cool. Thomas, how's it going?
0: It's going great. I, uh, you know, I'm just um <laughs> hanging out. I should I do a life update now or should we introduce that, Chris? That's that's how that's how
1: the um, the apparently kid like started off like his interview with that reporter like and how are you today? He's like I'm doing great.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Apparently, wow. I've never been on live television before.
0: Um, well, oh my god, I've never been on a podcast before. Sorry,
1: guys. Yeah, Thomas, how's it going? Yep. And he grabs the mic and holds it too, like you do, like a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah. He's like,
0: "I'm doing great." <laughs> Apparently, I've never been on live television before. I was trying a new sound because I know that I'm trying to get my sound better.
1: Because <laughs> I don't watch the news, only when my okay. grandfather gives me the remote after he's done watching the Powerball. <laughs>
2: Yo, Sorry. Thomas, you you are the fucking apparently kid.
0: <laughs> apparently, oh, Williams.
2: <laughs> apparently,
0: I do talk like that though. Like, yeah, like in very like in spurts. Because especially when I'm trying to not say like or I'm a lot, it's like yes. I, uh, so apparently, jumps in there. And... <laughs> but no, it's like yeah. it's like spurts. It's like. Oh yeah. So I was uh, walking, um, I was walking the dog and I, and then I'm just like silent. Cause that's when I would normally go. Um.
2: Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do, dude. You could do what Carter goes and, and basically Carter may or may not know that he does this, but I always laugh when I hear him do it on the podcast. It'd be like, okay. So, uh, you know, um, let me think of a sentence here. Okay. So Wayne Simmons, uh, well, as you guys know, he, he fought, uh, alex Edler last night and so that was awesome and so the reason that they fought was because uh some people believe that the reason that they fought was because alex Edler hurt zach hyman and so <laughs> it's just and so and so and so
1: you know what just i'm saying dr- driving the point home you gotta yeah you gotta, you gotta bring it home
2: With i get it i conjunctions? Can get it <laughs> My thing is, though, is, is uh, taking a pause before what I'm about to say. That's what they, that's what they teach you do, to do when you're learning, yeah, yeah. like, proper facilitation is to always, like, instead of saying, um, or the, or, you know, you should probably still say the, but, you know, just take a pause. <laughs> it'll, make, it'll make you sound smart.
1: Avoid conjunctions at all costs. Yeah.
0: Yes. go. <laughs> Beach, run,
1: (laughs) run. That's how you text, though, Thomas. Okay, curfew,
2: better, yeah, yeah, that is how you text. I hate oh,
3: curfew,
0: better, for a wild elite,
2: real caveman styles.
0: Okay, so can I I do my update? Yeah, yeah, let's let's do your last one, and I'll get introduced. It's hockey related, sort of. So, let's go, the audience won't see, but. You guys can see, I have all my books here. I just kind of set up the library. And then, so funny story is that when I was living in Toronto, there's this, uh, I think this Facebook Marketplace. was like this, whatever, like elderly woman was like just giving away history books. And then in them were a bunch of hockey books. Oh, cool. So so there's this book, 50 Years of Hockey. It was literally written pre-expansion, like 19... 62 or something and like so i'm i was reading it the other day of like just like oh the it's talking about modern hockey and like and all this stuff and like it goes way back obviously because that's to fill it up but like shit like how like the eastern because it's all different leagues back then like in 1912 or whatever so it was all different leagues that were competing for the cup, and I was like, in the Eastern leagues, they would go to like what we know now is like six six men on the ice, like five skater hockey, and then yeah, but then like Western leagues, it was six skaters still so with the rover. So then when they would compete, they would alternate five and six skaters, like in the Stanley Cup yeah. final. I didn't know that.
2: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty like, wild. And then there's like. There's stories of like goalies just going up the ice, just like to oh, yeah. try to score a goal. Like, why not? Like, fuck it, kind of thing. Like, and yeah, because they, they
1: used to be, they used to not have the broom ball rule or whatever, right?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like in all these fucking weird names, like Happy Holmes and the new teams in the NHA showed some players the class. Toronto had Happy Holmes, Harry Cameron, Frank Foyston. The were weaker, but broadened by the two McNamara boys yeah it's like okay. it's pretty so really cool I like that. it's it's honestly like it's a weird like not to i don't i'm not serious on this podcast a lot but it's like it's actually kind of cool just like all this yeah. really old like i think i sent you a picture of the you guys of the old hags book that i found yeah it was also in that yeah program. yeah and it was just like all this shit and like there's other what also was in it, it was funny is a 2001 2002 maple leafs media guide oh cool let's go it's it's all this like oh here do you want to know what like travis green was up to or whatever like (laughs) yeah that's my that's my book findings that's my uh, book club but it's cool because what we
1: we talked about like on like one of the like super early episodes how like goalies specifically but like hockey players as well they're just trying to figure out the game still for so many years and like not having consistent rules across conferences is like that's like such an like a testament to it right like how like it even when you try and compare like past hockey players to new hockey players and things like that like they didn't have hockey figured out back then right
0: oh yeah yeah and so yeah it makes pretty
1: pretty cool to see
0: well it was all like they're talking about it all and they're like oh yeah by the way this is without the forward pass like yeah (laughs) like oh yeah by the way like it's it's yeah, it's it's interesting just to read up on it, I guess. And like I don't know, it's just it's weird. Wild. yo,
2: Thomas, your audio kind of sounds uh like a little crackly. Do you hear that? Oh, too, Carter?
1: Yeah, the crackly. Maybe it's that new stupid thing you're trying to Yeah, I was gonna mind.
2: say it could be like that weird like style maybe, that you have going like...
1: yeah, maybe it's his fingernails rubbing against the cage because he's holding it oh, too weird. Jeez,
2: maybe. <laughs> Is it still doing it? No, now it's better. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I just have to unplug my mic and plug it back in. That's no.
2: okay. Wait, goes. I just don't want. uh Was it cracking through of, that uh,
1: whole
2: thing? It was. Not, not the whole. That's
1: okay. Oh, uh, I I didn't notice the whole time. I thought <laughs> you were. Me,
2: <laughs> to me, it just sounded like you were speaking from the 1920s. So like, it yeah. sounded
1: cool. So it's a period. Yeah. Piece. I just say I just think it's funny that. <laughs> Sorry, what? that was my. No, no, <laughs> that's how you know you're in trouble. Oh, I just think it's funny. Like, I just, I, it's yeah. fine, but I just think it's funny. Yeah, right? yeah, it's fine. I just think it's funny that you guys didn't tell me that my audio sucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. cool.
0: yeah I'm, not, I'm
1: not mad. It's not mad. I'll, it's I'll, funny.
0: I'll be editing this, so uh, I'm, leaving it all, I'm, leaving, <laughs> I'm leaving all this in for context. Of like, why does t- why do you just sound like shit? Okay. Just yes. edit edit Thank edit you. us
1: out and just release. Like a track of just you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. I
1: like.
2: uh, I was gonna say, Joe, you already have a podcast where it's just you and somebody else talking that already exists.
0: I can't hear enough of my own voice. (laughs) And boom,
2: that's okay. I I tried that for a while. It wasn't working so
0: well for me. I feel like I'm getting better. Not to be like too much about me in this episode, but I feel like the interview is getting better.
2: Yeah. It takes some time. Like, fuck, I'm not, it is hard, but you got to be able to, uh, you know, I actually, uh, there's this guy, a colleague of ours, Jeff Merrick from sports. Now you guys may have heard of him. Um, We do have a podcast better than 31 thoughts. You guys may have heard before, Um, but he said something once, and I actually like have practiced it and do practice it all the time for my job is like when you're driving places and it's just you in the car, like have a conversation with yourself about something because like it helps you prepare for those moments where there like might be a little bit of dead air, like you need to kind of practice a little bit. So yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's my advice. Talk to yourself.
0: Yeah. I just have like, I over-prepare the questions and topics. It, so.
3: It's okay. And then
0: it's just it. like No, but like, that's a, like, I feel like that's a good thing to over-prepare like you might not get to something, but that's fine. Like you're rather like, yeah. Rather than run out of questions and you're like 20 minutes in and we're like, well, fuck, well, I guess.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because sometimes you get like talkers and then other times you get people that like aren't like that. So,
0: yeah, Anyways.
2: Uh, I'm with you, bro.
0: What, what's up, Chris?
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, Not a whole lot. Just, you know, same old, same old. Um, not a lot of exciting stuff. I do have a Mexican Coke, though. Uh not cocaine, Mexican Coca-Cola, just so you guys don't oh. you know like think I'm problematic or something. Um have you guys ever had Mexican Coke before?
1: No. Where where'd you get this?
2: Uh just from like the grocery store. It just it's just Coca-Cola, but it has like real sugar in it. So, so why like, is it
3: Mexican?
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. They're made in Mexico, like it says oh. Mex- <laughs> Mexican. Oh my God, it says Mexican, Jesus Christ. It says Spanish, like it's in Spanish, oh. like along the Coke. I don't know, Mexican Coca-Cola, it's delicious.
0: I've heard of it. <laughs> okay. I've, like, I know it's a real thing. Like I've heard of it yeah, being it's a like, real it's thing. like a real ingredient kind of thing.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's the good shit and you can only get it in like okay. a bottle,
1: so.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I, Chris,
1: you've been to Epcot, right?
2: Oh, fuck Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, i was in i'm caught when i was on my honeymoon with rubino
1: oh yeah and then you're going nuts because thomas and i had to hold it on the fort
2: <laughs> no that episode with that episode with mike stevens is probably the worst episode of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> like but i can't even listen to it
0: i don't even know what we talked about yeah it's, it's not even it's
2: like mike did a good job like he did as good as he's, he a, he's was a able to do it's
3: yeah he is
2: he he is a professional That's true yeah. um but like it's the worst it's it's the worst one i don't know It sound yeah. qualities almost <laughs> as bad as uh laundromat realness
1: but uh but no a, they used to have like a coca-cola exhibit and they had like all the different cokes from the world like coca-cola in germany is like clear and like all this like crazy stuff and so I thought it was like something like that. Like, oh, you got a Coke like mixer pack of like all these like fancy Cokes.
2: No, they do. They have like a fancy, uh, like I have British Columbia Raspberry Coke in my mm. fridge right now. Oh, I've, wow. they have like a Quebec Maple one. They were doing like kind of uh, Coca-Cola like varieties by province at one point. The British Columbia Raspberry one is delicious. Oh wow! It's so good. I was going to have a beer when I got home, but I didn't put any beer in the fridge before I left. So I'm not trying to drink one beer. So that'll be my next drink. But yeah, not a whole lot, boys. Like just kind of same old, same old. Um, Hockey for me is like done, done now. Like the OJ has been not going to happen this year for a long time, but then the OHL got canceled. So um, it's been a while since we've recorded, but yeah, just, Mm -hmm. you know, it kind of sucks right now, obviously with no hockey and like, nothing to do outside of like work and I mean luckily we've got the podcast to keep us busy but yeah I'm pretty sick of lockdown we'd be really excited for people to just follow the fucking rules but um I, I did want to have like a quick little rant um because our mayor Jeff Lehman's catching a lot of heat right now because he put through an emergency order to close Meridian Place which is uh the spot downtown Barry where all these uh, fucking morons have been uh, going to protest their uh, civil rights being taken away because they have to wear a cloth on their face for five minutes when they go into law laws. Yeah. Um, but let me just say that um, that fucking white power piece of shit that was here last week, who everyone's like, oh, he's got a couple good ideas. Yeah, he's still a fucking white supremacist. Uh, so you actually don't get a free pass for being a fucking right wing piece of shit goofball
3: so oh, yes. yeah i just
2: called him a goofball i'm mad <laughs> i don't remember what his name is he's some he's some uh guy that was kicked out of like quebec's conservative party for being like <laughs> too right wing so now he's trying to pull his fucking antics in ontario
1: and if you're too right wing for quebec yeah, you want to is. separate oh <laughs> uh, wow well. Hello? but no i okay chris i think you died buddy i think he did he have a heart attack on his rant
3: just up. <laughs> yeah Shut he's up. like
1: fuck he, it i muted myself
2: because i was saying some bad words but You're
0: screaming. Um,
3: no
2: this 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 guy is just like such a piece of shit and he's like coming to fucking barry and riling up all these people and like you know what yeah. here's what i'll say like if you've got if if you've got, um, you know, if your business has been impacted, if your life has been impacted because of COVID and the the mishandling of things because of our premier, I have all the time in the world for that conversation. And I'm so sorry that you're experiencing that. Like that's genuinely a terrible thing. I wouldn't wish on my yeah. worst enemy, but there is a big difference between having that stuff happen and you feeling a particular way about lockdown and, and Doug Ford and whatever. And then being one of these, like COVID's not real, like, you know, fucking uh, yeah. what's his name? Our, our, our friend that runs uh, the
0: barbecue, what's, what's
2: that motherfucker's name? At, that Adam's, barbecue.
0: Is? I was going to say yeah, Chris if, guy or whatever. No, yeah, Adamson's barbecue. <laughs>
2: Chris Sky is also a piece of shit. All of these guys are so yeah. fucked and no one's trying to take away your fucking personal rights and freedom. That stuff is important. We're just asking you to have some fucking common sense so that we can all get out of the the, the pandemic and the thing that's going on, right? Like yeah. you're protesting and all this other shit that was happening at Meridian Place the last couple of weeks and good on Jeff Lehman for just shutting it down so that these people oh, absolutely. don't yeah. have a place to spew their fucking nonsense um anyways i'm really worked up about it um because as you guys know like this hasn't been an easy year for anybody my wife is a nurse it's been so difficult they were they were trying to plan a protest at the hospital in barry oh uh which is like the most despicable shit i can even imagine uh so I can't remember your name. I'm not even going to give you any time of day for me, bro. Fuck you and fuck all your people. You all fucking suck. You guys <laughs> can sit on like your QAnon fucking forms and complain about having to wear a mask somewhere else, you motherfucking it's, piece of shit.
1: It's just crazy cuz like there was a award counselor um for Barry and I'm sure there's other like towns and cities that are doing this, but he was like, "Listen, like it's it's like in our charter of rights and freedoms, you have a right to protest and like, we're not taking away any of your freedoms. I'm just asking that you don't like spread this disease any farther by gathering and breaking the rules and gathering like this would all be over if we didn't gather. So he he very like eloquently like was like, listen, what you're doing is why we're still here. Yes. And and he printed
3: out, he
2: printed out flyers that was like trying to dissuade people from gathering and saying like, we know you're hurt. I know the guy you're talking about. And it was yeah, he, like, it was very a, it was well, well written.
1: written. Yeah. yeah. Super well and, written. And like, it's crazy. Like Lehman did the right thing by shutting it down. Like I was, I was curious, like, cause they like, you can get like my family, like there's 11 people in, in my family. And like, if we want to all go for a walk together, like we, like we'll we'll get ticketed right like like that you can't gather more than 10 people right but if my family yeah. wants to go for a walk together we're gonna get a ticket um but all these people that can go like protest in like in the center of Barry and like and spread this thing and like and go into these businesses and spread it in these businesses and everything like that like it's like I i wonder why the police are focusing like On problem areas like that, like, okay, you go to this place, you want to leave Meridian Square. Here's a ticket. Here's a ticket. Here's a ticket. Don't go like asking people or stopping them, like, hey, why are you out with your dog right now at 7 30 in the morning? Like, uh, because he needs to shit. (laughs) Like, not yeah. And then they're (laughs) like, it's so fucking offside.
0: Yeah. I think we talked about it last episode about that video of the cop like hugging the protesters or whatever.
2: (laughs) Oh, that the cough oh, the, uh, yeah.
0: the big beard and stuff and just like yeah like he, you're he, disturbing them by videotaping he like a bes- diet pepsi yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man yeah it's just like i don't expect any like that's the whole thing of like doug ford giving the cops more power with it and stuff it's like that's totally fucked up like I yes i agree i know when
1: when this is so, when I've gone a whole winter without putting on hockey equipment, I'm just as, this is the longest I've been without putting on hockey equipment since I was like four or five years old. Yeah. And if I can sit and not be pissed, I'm sure people can make it yeah. through this.
0: Well, yeah. It's well, especially I think it was yesterday that the, the May 24th announcement and shit what did they say the vaccines like it's opening up oh, all yeah. 18 plus. Well, I guess yeah, you guys, which
2: is amazing.
0: You guys will be the week before because you're 30.
2: But. Wow. But no, um, it's, it's like... The guy's isn't... name is Maxime Bernier, oh, okay. right? That's oh, his yeah. Name. oh, yeah,
0: I know that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's spot. Yeah, yeah I, it's crazy. I think
2: that's his name. Uh, the PPC or whatever. Yeah, People's Party I know Yeah, Bernier, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. sorry. I didn't want to get his name wrong. But yeah, this guy is like a special piece of shit um coming down from wherever he lives like breaking the order of traveling and all this shit and and like let me reiterate like i i totally get where people are coming from and they all want out of the the lockdown and so do i and so do you guys for our own reasons but like have some fucking common sense like yeah. why you this guy is coming and I mean, I don't know this for a fact. I, I I read it. So who knows? It's probably fake news perpetrated by the left. But what I will say is this guy has powers to being like a white nationalist. And people are like, yeah, but he's got some good ideas about immigration. It's like, yeah like i can't give this guy a pass i'm sorry like well, you got yeah. some like pretty problematic shit that you you kind of ran on in the past
1: there's, there's a few other guys I'm, who've had a few good ideas back in the yeah, day yeah
2: <laughs> yeah they were like oh you ever had fanta before yeah it's actually for nazi germany so like it's actually pretty good drink <laughs> like i just ah fuck i cannot i cannot deal with this shit and i'm going crazy too just like everybody like I get it. And, and obviously I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this much longer, but it's just crazy. I just, I hope people are safe. I hope people are taking it seriously. If you can get vaccine, uh, get vaccinated. Um, you know, there there are more perks to getting vaccinated than to getting COVID, uh, quite simply. And I'm not even a a rocket scientist. So, um, anyways, that's, that's my COVID rant, bros. Anyways, it's been a good episode, guys. Episode 83. Um,
1: Yeah, let's have awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah 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 so um anyways
1: uh how are you guys doing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm there with you i i just think it's all ridiculous as well hey thomas
2: feel free to yeah. cut out some of my nonsense it doesn't need to be a long keep the good stuff but leave yeah. all the craziness
0: that's no, fine
2: but anyways um you know s- speaking of a lot of fighting online where are you guys at with uh, the, uh, the Edler-Simmons uh, fight last night? I know Thomas is real worked up about it. Um, who <laughs> no. wants to start? Thomas, we'll hear your arguments first. Proceed. I,
0: I, I've already spent yours. enough time online in the last 48 hours or whatever. <laughs> You've uh, already spent wanna... enough time online, Period yeah i know i know i honestly like put my phone away last night I was like i'm done um
2: probably the right move yeah yeah
0: i feel like i should do that more just like have days where i'm not like on at all um but yeah it's uh i don't know man i so either I wanna, way like, knee on knee. yeah i want to like gouge my eye, eyes out after like the takes or whatever and especially that like i have like yeah. I, on twitter or whatever like i'm like friends with both the Leafs and Canucks fans, so it's just like going at each other's throats all the time. And I'm just like sitting there trying to poke bears and shit for no reason. Yeah.
2: What's the what's um, the argument from what you've seen for Canucks okay. fans?
0: Well no the argument is just like they're kind of making fun of the like there no one is saying that the other hit was good. Like it was wasn't bad. Yeah. And no one's saying that Hyman is what like they're like oh like i hope hyman's okay long in the long run right yeah um i think it's more reaction to leafs fans calling edler dirty and they're being like well edler's literally had like zero fights in his life and he's had like a couple really bad hits like i remember the one against the devils i think the other night it was like not again the other night but like the other year um it was bad but then it's also like yeah from the Canucks fans point of view, it's like this is a team that like shouldn't even be playing right now. They probably don't even have yeah. the, like the lung capacity of like a three-year-old on the ice right now. Like it's they're even all at like the
1: best of it, times shit happens though. Like that, and that's yeah. and I was so and- I was
0: listening to I was listening to kind of um sorry to cut you off, but I was listening to a Canucks podcast today, Rossi Fever, and there had uh Patrick Johnson on, who's a right at the province and he said basically like there's no way that like normal times that the other hit would have happened like it was him running on empty completely gassed yeah it was one of their first in this crazy schedule of trying to return to play after basically covid like like made its way throughout the whole team and there's no way that that kind of like end of the play last ditch effort like kind of gas mentality would happen so like yeah, it's right. not it's not excusing Adler of everything but it's also like you have to ha- add so much context to his hit too like it's yeah. so bad in a vacuum but there's also context to it where it's like games shouldn't be happening for that team it's just like a fucked up situation and then added this of like the biggest media market in the sport right. just like piling on them and like calling them losers because they want to say like simmons was dumb for trying to pick a fight with like a 35 year old dude that probably will retire in a couple years like yeah it's just, like so who's, yeah who's like, like never happens, had a fight like yeah. yeah it's i I get that it ha- like i get that it happens but it's also like why not simmons like fight the other canucks goons like the canucks do have goons on their team like but I did- it's like I,
1: I I think it's ridiculous. Like it's
0: I don't care. Like I, I'm just saying this is what I saw. I'm not saying that these are my opinions. <laughs> but okay, but what's your time, opinion?
2: But let's let's get to Brad's tax here. How do you feel about it?
0: I don't care. It's well, you must you know, okay. care. Okay. I think I think the context of COVID matters. I think the other hit was really bad. Um I think Simmons fighting Edler specifically was fine, but I think it was the media and the fans that made too much of it. That it carried okay, on to be fair. this. It carried on to be this forty-eight hour period. New of cycle like, thing. Of like, yeah, they were like both media markets went nuts with it. Like, I saw a sports at six fifty quote, um, like a tweet from a radio show or whatever, like, so, something about Hyman, but whatever. Um, like, I think. I think it was just bad on both sides and then it like snowballed effect of like became this huge massive thing where you have to take a side and you have to like and then it's just like poking at each other and then of course like the stupid asshole fans come out and start like just basically name calling Canucks fans and they're like and then basically like I don't know. It's all the old jokes between the two franchises, like 1967. Why don't you win in the first round? Oh, why don't you go riot? What about win a, win a cup <laughs> for the first time? Like, Oh no. All the, it's just like all this boring shit that it's like, yeah, the like Canucks suck. Every fan knows that they suck. They aren't in like this la-la land of like thinking that their team is good. So telling them that, that they that they suck is just like nothing new to them. And then like the Leafs, it's like, yeah like every Leafs fan knows that they've been a disappointment and like beyond like and expectations have been high and stuff and um I don't know it's like it's just, it's just become this huge mess of like a thing that in reality should have been like maybe talked about the post game and then that was it
2: yeah, okay uh okay that there's there's a mm-hmm. lot to unpack there yeah I uh know. Carter, please proceed with your feelings
1: i I agree with Thomas. It was blown wow. out of proportion. Shit happened. Are you sure? And, well, shit happened. Like I, the amount of times that I can, like I, I was never like an. Even when I was like playing competitive hockey, I wasn't like internally competitive. Like I hated to lose, but I was never like I'd never go start a fight. Like I, if, like some, if I had to do something, like, like in the moment, then yeah, I would, but I wouldn't go looking for it. And like I remember, like one time, like very specifically, like. I like a guy was coming down and he was like coming across like kind of down the boards and I went to go hit him and I guess he like the puck bounced on some snow and he like went to go look for it and as he went to go look for it, his like body turned and it all happened so fast because like it was just a normal like against the boards, like 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 he gets rubbed out and like you turn back down the ice. But how, how like the puck bounce, he looked, he turned, it was such a, like a terrible hit from behind. And it just happened like that. And then, so I get ejected and suspended next time we meet huge, like bench brawl, everything like that, because like, we were it, like, we were buried there in our central and we like always kind of played each other. And, and it was just like, it was a very innocent, like action, but it ended up being like super dirty hit. And like, then you have to pay for it. And then after you pay for it, you're done, you know? And so I'm in like the old world hockey vibe where like, yeah, it was a dirty hit. Yeah. Someone called them out for it and told them to like step up to the plate. Let's drop the gloves. And then it should have just been that. should have just been eye for an eye. Then they can keep playing their hockey. Like the media market shouldn't have blown it out of proportion. Like if this would have happened 10, 10 years ago or so, it would have just been, Oh, it was a nasty hit. Oh, it was a fight. We'll see them next time. Like it wouldn't have it's just because things are under such scrutiny right now because they're playing each other so many times. There's a COVID bubble. They're delayed. Like, they're, they, these media markets are both intense. Like, that's something that happens very routinely in hockey that gets blown so out of proportion. So I'm with Thomas. Like, it's something that shouldn't have been so insanely widespread or, like, made such a big deal of.
0: Yeah. If this happened between, like, in a Blues-Coyotes game and, like, Tori Krug... <laughs> Or like I don't know, like yeah, Carl Carl Gunnar Gunnarsson like need an injured Lawson Krauss, or like need injured Conor Garland, and then Lawson Krauss had to go fight this guy, and I was like, it'd literally be nothing. Like it'd be like when maybe not even talked about it in the gamer. Like it's just like a retaliation thing that like we're so used to. Like it's just like I don't know. It's it's this thing of like hypersensitivity. Maybe it's because we don't have anything else to do, and we don't we can't go outside. In both markets too like maybe that's it too because that's like those are the two most ravaged like cities in all of north america with covid right now like maybe it's that as well where we can't do anything except bicker online
2: Um, (laughs) yeah you're not wrong
0: but yeah it's just total it's become this thing it's crazy it's yeah
2: yeah i get it i guess like you from yeah like from my perspective like let me just put it to you this way if Maxime Bernier laid out Jeff Lehman and then I saw Maxime Bernier at Meridian Place it's on site right like it's on site (laughs) like I beat the ever-loving shit out of that guy I call his wife tell him that hey uh your husband's uh, not going to be home tonight because I had to beat the wheels (laughs) off him He's at RVH. No, no, he's not protesting. I just beat him up.
1: Yeah, No, no, he didn't didn't achieve what he wanted, what he set out to do. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, for me, this is kind of my whole thing. Like, as you guys know, I'm pro-fighting. I think that when (laughs) you, at the end of the day, have to look kind of down the barrel of the gun and you've got, like, you know, the Wayne train staring at you, you're probably yeah. not gonna make that mistake next time, right? No, absolutely not. So, right. mm-hmm. and 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 I know that that's like my caveman brain, and I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel about it, right? Like, if you've got a guy who can play with that type of physicality, and the Leafs like lately seem to have several, then you know it's it's a deterrent for these types of things to happen. And listen, I I understand the perspective of like, you know, he's 35 years old. Not that Wayne Simmons is like a spring chicken or something <laughs> he's also like an, a bit of an older guy all things considered and I I recognize that like he'd been on the ice and he's probably gassed and he's trying to get off but like the, that type of context I don't really have a lot of time for because if we looked at every single play where there's that type of physicality and god forbid there's an injury at the end of the play like sometimes there's not like I I don't know why the context is needed. Like I'm not giving either a pass. No, I in think it's more the COVID decision.
0: I think it's more the COVID contest. Like you this team is playing after being in quarantine, after testing positive for COVID. Pretty much every single player. Yeah, so they're under they're under they're under conditions. conditions. Like
2: it, yeah, that's like fine, the other night like when
0: it's ca- not, ca- no, sorry,
1: go ahead.
2: No, I was just gonna say like. I, I don't buy the, like, he's not a dirty player. Okay, he might not be a dirty player, but he's had dirty hits. Yeah, Like, yeah, this yeah. isn't the first dirty hit, right? So I, yeah. I don't, to be, to be honest, and with all due respect to you guys, I, I don't have a lot of time for the, like, he's, he's squeaky clean, Alex Edler. Like, you know, that's, that's not his game. He's never fought before. So why should he have to fight? Why can't Zach McEwen or Jake Bertanen fight? Well, Jake Bertanen and Zach McEwen didn't injure a player to the extent that Hyman was injured. And yeah. when that happens, unfortunately, you got to answer the bell. That's hockey. That's been hockey. This isn't yeah. a
1: new thing. So what? I wasn't like, saying he was squeaky clean. I was just saying shit happens. Like I've had, I'm not like a malicious hockey player. I was not a malicious hockey player, but I had some nasty hits just because you go to finish your check or you go to follow through. And by the time you're committed, you can't turn around. Like it's, you're going too fast thing. There's a million things happening and you're like, well, fuck, yeah, you know, you know, right away that it was bad and you're like, okay, well, I have to answer for this. And that's hundred
2: percent. That's what hockey is. Right. If you did that, you know, playing whatever minor midget or something, and you, you know, you hit a guy, and then you turn around and you've got fucking big Craig Blankhorn ready to
1: fight you. You have to fight him. Like, no, and, that, and that's, that's it. We had to, we had to fight like that was and, like, that was, and nobody likes fighting. I fucking hate fighting. I think that was half the reason why I tried not to have dirty hits is because I hated fighting, especially with right. cages and shit like that. Right. Like it's, um, but it, like, it's, it's so like, but like I wasn't saying it was squeaky clean. I was saying that's hockey. Like, one, no no i wasn't i end, wasn't shit happens like you whether his intentions were good or bad like shit happens like hockey is so fast especially nowadays and there's so many things happening in the moment but if something so bad happens I, whether or not you meant to do it you have to like you said step up right. the plate and answer for it so but couldn't
2: i make that same argument that like okay yeah he got like the ever-loving shit kicked out of him last night by wade simmons which is fine he's never fought before i understand the gif of him with the fucking ice pack on his face is just (laughs) like something else but and i'm not trying to put words in your mouth but could i not make that same argument okay well shit happens you got the shit kicked out of you good on him for coming back to the bench and playing the rest of the game but like alex said there's a big boy like this is his first fight okay that's fine but i don't know maybe he thinks next time i don't know no absolutely like like, I I agree
1: like I agree like I feel like if you're gonna like if if you're gonna do something you have to pay the consequences and there's still a bit of like gentleman's hockey left where like you're like okay you know what come here like you did something (laughs) I'm gonna slap you on the wrist for it right like yeah
2: I also think like as like a Leafs fan obviously like to me it's just it's so refreshing I mean Obviously, given the circumstance, refreshing is probably the wrong word. But the Leafs haven't, in the last several years, had somebody, probably since Matt Martin, in my opinion, who would actually, if something was going to happen, he was there. And, like, I I noticed the moment Simmons was on the ice, cross-checking him, you want to go, you want to go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Edgar was going to get into a fight, love it or lump it. There is no way. Simmons wasn't going after him. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't give him give Simmons a roughing penalty because if you watch the tape back, he's doing it for probably 30 seconds or so into the shift before the fight actually happens behind the net. Um yeah. But I don't know. That's that's just kind of where I'm at. Uh Thomas, you get to decide who's right and who's wrong here. So go ahead, buddy.
0: We're all right about different things.
1: <laughs>
0: Fantastic. <laughs>
1: It, it was just like watching old, like old hockey, though. Like, yeah, it was like watching T- for Tad again, you know. And that was like, I don't know, I, like, yeah, you're like, oh, like, what the fuck is that when the hit happened? Then you watch him and Simmons fight, and you're like, okay, cool, like this was gonna happen. Yeah.
0: yeah talk it's... about uh... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna completely change the subject. So, can we talk no, about no. something else? <laughs> I was actually oh, I was gonna... gonna
2: see. If someone would change the subject, because we're gonna, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, episode eighty three. That's the uh, Maxime Bernier, Alex Heather episode. Nice, yeah. nice. That's all they talked about." Go ahead, buddy.
0: I was gonna say how sick uh, Cole Caulfield is.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: he's looking. he's looking sick.
1: Yeah, he's he's
0: fine. Sick.
1: He's looking, looking like, like- he's five eight.
0: Apparently, he looks really he looks- good tonight. That's what I'm seeing. I'm, I, I know, I'm, I'm not, I'm watching missing game, the game but- for this um i want to be wrapped up by the time the third period starts if we could do this (laughs) do you have any other topics i'll cut cut this out but But no
1: Caulfield. no he's been like i don't know like no coop and i and my dad were talking about this like when we had a struggling like canadian team it was like a week ago i was looking at like what they were at since february and they're at 15 and 23 at that point since february and they had just been fucking god-awful they needed to shake something up and i was like what do they have to lose with caulfield like like why not bring a kid up who's hungry who's gonna shake shake up the room shake up the ice like give him a chance like and so and it it kind of shows like since he's been up they they haven't like it hasn't been on paper but you can see they have a bit more jump in their step like he's and it's funny because like you can tell like that these guys are a lot more seasoned than him like rightfully so like he's running into referees he's like skating over the puck and but he's just like he's gunning for it because he's just like ready to go right and he's bringing like a bit of energy that this struggling canadians team has needed you know in like even though he might not be performing how expected like he's not like this all-star who's scoring like two point or like two goals a game like down in Laval, but like he's He's bringing the energy, he's bringing the attitude. You can tell that he wants to be here so badly, right? And so even though it's on paper, he's not doing the best, like you can tell what he's doing away from the puck, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's an interesting, like, I love this kind of time of year just because then we get to see like the college dudes and like these, uh, I don't know, like these garbage games kind of get time. Like, do you think it's valuable for a team to – Like this is kind of an interesting thing because especially the two teams that I'm covering for this season, the Flyers and the Wild, the Wild have Matt Boldy who they feel who's played already seven games and has nine points in the A as a 20-year-old. Yeah. And Cam York for Philly. He's battling a little bit of injury in Lehigh, and Lehigh's had their own COVID scare and stuff. But like especially with Flyers' blue line, like you might as well see Cam York, what he can do, and you might as well see what Boldy can do with, like, the skilled players, like, Caprizo or whatever. Um, yeah. It's just, like, an interesting time because, like, was you – Wild might be different because they're for the playoffs, but Flyers are, like, you might as well see what this dude can do uh, right Yeah.
1: Now. Well, it, it allows you to, like, evaluate your assets. Like, they can watch a guy for a game, like, or even a few shifts and know, like, okay, you know what? After a summer of, like, conditioning and camp, he's going to be ready this fall or they're going to be like, okay, you know what? This kid needs a summer and conditioning and he needs to spend a year or two down the system before, mm-hmm. or like a year or two up and down. So like right now, it's like you said, when it's like low risk, like not even high reward, it's just like lower low risk and like reward in the sense that you can evaluate their game at the level, like to which you expect them to play out, like when they're at their peak and yeah, so you can kind of pit it against it. And the guys that know what they're doing are going to be like, okay, you know what, like, let's keep him up here for a bit. See what he can do. Let's send him down to camp. Let's send him back down to where he was playing and they'll know where to slot him for next season. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And even with like, especially when there's no like financing like um, influence, like especially with contrast because all these college guys they're they burn their first year automatically. When yeah. as soon as they sign their ELC. So it's not like if you don't play them, you're going to have another year of ELC. Like, it's going to slide. Like, no, it's it's already, you're already taking up the first year. So you might as well see what they can do at the NHL level at this point. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I mean, for Philly and Minnesota, like Minnesota has obviously been such a surprise this year. So Matt Bolden definitely had some, yeah, of course, absolutely. <laughs> but
0: like, Philly's going to the playoffs against Colorado. Like, do you think, like, boldy has an insane shot and basically like is this two-way forward guy that could probably fit into their system so well do you not think yeah. at least at putting them up in the taxi squad for like and then, yeah. then like having him in practices and then maybe playing the last two games of the season and then appearing in the playoffs do you think that like rather than having like nick Bugstad or like nick Benino on that like it's, yeah it, I, like, I
2: do i kind of get both sides though right like he's gonna tricky. get more reps in, in iowa just as cam york will like he uh played at michigan right i want to say yeah.
0: michigan yeah
2: right michigan was absolutely fucking stacked this past yeah. year um and cam york obviously doesn't have much to prove if anything to prove at, at college hockey level which is why he got signed and I I don't know. I'm of the mind, like, if they can get reps in, like, in Cam York's case, Lehigh Valley and uh, Iowa for for Matt Boldy, that I understand. I feel like that is more valuable than taxi squad, although being with the big team is an advantage. They're going to get more reps and see a, a higher pace and faster game in the AHL than they would in their previous league. But, like, in Boldy's case, like, Boldy, I feel like, is going to be able to adapt to that system much better than Cam York will, where uh, Philly...
0: They did fly high system, so... Well,
2: that's what I mean. Like, they've been a nightmare this year. And, you know, and then I was reading the other day that Carter Hart's out for the rest of the season, I want to say. Yeah. It's just precaution, uh, which, So, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that Matt Boldy playing... Oh, yeah, no, I got it after you said it. Matt Boldy, I, I get like the sense that he would almost be a better fit right now uh, on that squad than cam york uh, in philly cam york in philly to me doesn't seem to make a ton of sense in my opinion um how's lehigh valley doing i haven't really followed them much this season
0: so tyson forrester is like killing it my son you're my son. boy yes i think i want to say 17 points in 19 games like oh, wow like 18 year old and like fucking dominating um like 14, yeah 14 and 19 or something like it's yeah it's crazy that's a whole thing like He's, we could talk about this for a while but like the whole fucking 18 year olds like OHL is like playing the hl yeah. just being like i belong here like zade wisdom too on lehigh valley Like man
2: they got zade wisdom's money too yeah they yeah. gotta figure it out like the transfer rule to me makes no sense like i mean you have guys that like absolutely like so this is this is my opinion is that you've got like the argument by all accounts is that, you know, they want the junior teams want these players to sell tickets, which I understand. But at the same time, if, if junior hockey is about development and not making money, wink, wink, nudge, 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 then why wouldn't you want to develop a guy who might be playing in junior A or junior B because there's no place for them to play uh, on, the, on the major junior team? Why don't you supplement the talent of that would be prospect that could actually be making, you know, decent strides in their development path uh, by playing on a major junior team rather than a guy who is like very obviously too good to be playing junior hockey, where it's like a joke? You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Well, maybe. So, can...
2: uh, sorry. Unless ahead. it's a mem, sorry, I was just going to quickly say here, like, unless it's a mem cup type situation where they have the chance of, you know, they're a big contender and winning and winning their league. To me, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, look at a guy like Quinton Byfield. He's, he's been money. Nick Robertson, like he was supposed to play. Well, he could have played in, uh, in Peterborough this past year. And as, and as a Pete's fan, like, yeah, it would have been great if we even had the OHL, but at the same time, like, it's. It doesn't totally make sense to me that that it is the way that it is for some of this exceptional talent uh, coming from the CHL or uh, beyond.
1: Well, that, that's that's like you see it all the time, like the Mooseheads, like players, like red shirt there all the time, or mm-hmm. in Carlton Place, players red shirt there all the time because it's like they you just have systems that like breed like amazing developments if you can last the five years in it, right? But other than that, like. I completely agree like you you don't you don't get any like grittier hockey than the level below the NHL like yeah like you have guys that are like ready to eat other guys eyes out of their heads to get a spot on the team above right like it's like it's so like you're never going to get that level of intensity and that and that um that much of a variety of hockey that you would at that level at a junior level, or even at a tier two level, you know what I mean? Like you can be as good as you want in junior a junior B or uh, in the OHL or um, like in the QJ or whatever. But if you just want to be the best in those leagues, you're going to plateau at that. And you're never going to like really make it far past the next level. Right. Like if that's your only goal. So I, I feel like they need to eventually graduate onto that system and deal with the, intensity because you can tell the guys other than you're like mcdavids or your crosby's like the ones that hop out of the ohl then go right into or like the qj or whatever and then hop right into um like professional hockey like at a at a tier two level like they're just not there you know like they need to get like that they need to build build their bodies and build their mind and build their intensity so they can compete at those levels right
0: well yeah, and sometimes they
1: go back and they look so disinterested too
0: that's that's the thing too like i wonder yeah. if i was thinking it's more of a european hockey model but what if like the nhl teams offer compensation like actual financial compensation for like your their right to have this player play in the their system now like say if like the flyers i'm sure that to, i'm sure that happens but like if i if don't think that's, that's but like with the nhl chl agreement like they actually can't have it so what if that like in the future once that agreement like is no more what if there's a financial compensation because like obviously the whole things come down to money obviously so and it is more of a european but there's always ways around it
1: like they're like canadian like even canadian universities aren't allowed to give full-ride scholarships but there's kids that go through don't pay a dime for their sports right like there's ways around it and so it's just like it's
2: like, wouldn't that be like kind of like a soccer like yeah you know, well it, like it a happens transfer it happens now that that's called
0: yeah it happens in european hockey like in the swedish league and stuff like transfer fees do exist there yeah um in the KHL I do, yeah, with that. so like if it's like if philly goes to barry and be like we want tyson playing in for lehigh valley next year like we don't want him playing like he already showed up like for the phantom like i think that shouldn't happen and then like they offer them like 300 grand like here's fucking 300 grand like here's another yeah. like they have money like fuck uh, it's comcast but um anyway like also oh fuck what was my other point um
2: or even to go play in europe talking? too though thomas right yeah. like if if they said like okay you're at and, and of course like the shl or like sm liga in finland like those guys would want it right like they'd want that yeah. opportunity right so like i don't know if i if i said like oh yeah you, like you can play for the seg a spirit or you could go play for like you know Carpatz or like lulia in the shl or in the in the finish league um you know or or even like you know we
1: well that's um, what happened with matthews like
0: most, well yeah he, he because, was in the chl though that's like it's the weird murky yeah. like he, but got, he wasn't but he gonna go-
2: play in yeah he wasn't yes. gonna play in Everett though. Like that's the team that yeah. had his import rights. So and that wasn't gonna happen. And so yeah, so he, like
1: he took an opportunity record. and yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I so wondered, then, and so, look what it did to his game, right? Like it's he he learned a different style and system of hockey that you can definitely see in his game now.
0: Well, it's guys like Brent Clark this year, and like there's a tons of other Canadians that are playing overseas right now. Like I wonder if that fucks up their like CHL eligibility too. Like I don't know what's happening there, and also another point was brought up by um, fuck our our favorite OHL writer, Sunias Sunias. I'm Oops. totally butchering her name.
2: Sunias Apergi.
0: Yes, I like um, her. She's good. She brought up, I think, when the OHL first announced it that they weren't going to have a season. That she hypothesized with the contracts that the players played can players individually basically null and void the contracts because yes. they don't like there's no season so yeah it's contract- i was so like if there's no contract then they aren't tied to that team that's what happened so then- with the
1: lockout every lockout though that's what happens you, you like you get guys spread out all over the place playing tier 2 hockey or like going and playing overseas or like doing whatever the fuck they want
0: right yeah for sure like and it's, yeah but like it's, it's, it's like with... the exact
1: same mentality and business operation as a lockout
0: true yeah it's just it's trickier with junior players i feel like because they don't have a lot of power and, it's, and there's no money involved yeah like it's not well the only thing they need to anything.
1: be worried about is like voiding their eligibility different places right and so well, if it, it's if they're like... already
0: drafted then it's like like it's the same thing with forester and wisdom like in in lehigh valley like do they still have OHL contracts with Kingston and Barry? Like, do they still yeah. have contracts with them? Are they like, are they forced to go play with them, play for them next season when they're running? Like, I don't know if OHL contracts are like year by year or like, here's a contract to sign it and then we own you for the eligibility of like four seasons or- I think it's- No, they don't do, they don't do
1: four seasons- it's just
2: the rights, right? And basically, yeah, like yeah. they get an education package at the end, is my yeah. old kind of understanding. Of but it, right? after they're the after... rights to certain players.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's a whole new world. Like they're going to have to figure something out with this because it's happening with so many players and so many NHL franchises are involved, OHL franchises are involved, junior franchises. Um, yeah. That you're going to have to figure it out with like players that haven't played for your team in like, yeah. like a, a full, what would it be, like 16 months by that point? Like well, yeah. The one thing up? that we
2: haven't talked about either, like kind of on this, on this wave, is that the BCHL just, I mean, there's been rumors about it for like a, the last year or so, but mm-hmm. nothing like substantiated. The BCHL has just like straight up left the CJHL. So now they're kind of doing their own thing. Which is crazy because by a lot of accounts, the BCHL is like the, one of the top tier leagues in the CJHL for Junior A talent. And now they're just not a part of the CJHL, which for those who don't know, is kind of the, the head league, so to speak, uh, that has all of the uh, Junior A leagues in Canada uh, underneath its umbrella. So that's, that's kind of a crazy situation as well, because if you look at the way that all of this stuff is impacted junior A hockey, um, look at like the USHL, for example, who has been able to, for the most part, have a, you know, they've been the most successful, correct me if I'm wrong boys, at having a, an actual season. Uh, like they were able to like see their season through for the most part. Uh, and. The QMJHL and WHL are not going to have like normal playoffs in the same way. So I I don't know, man. It's going to be a very different junior hockey landscape when it's all said and done. And it wouldn't surprise me if we saw guys go play in Switzerland or go play in Slovakia, like Grant Clark did. Because you know, like if you if you guys have watched the U18s at all, I'm not sure if you guys have, but like, I
0: think I watched the Grant Clark
2: mason mctavish like the canadian guys that actually played overseas they're monsters like they look so confident out there yeah
1: like at at the at the end of the day like hockey players are gonna find a way to play hockey you know right like it's and like you saw it um it it was like a good 15 years ago like there was like two or three new junior a junior a and quote leagues that popped up around ontario like there was like there was like the outlaw leagues yeah like the outlaw leagues and shit like that like you but you're going to see like things like that happen especially with covid restrictions like leagues are going to get tired of um like like trying to navigate like through these expensive rules, and you're either going to have players jump ship administrations jump ship or the combination of the two banding together and starting their own leagues right but at the end yeah. of the day like these hockey players are going to go to where they can play hockey like like we always chat like it must be so hard for these players to like it's their draft year or it's their year that they're supposed to go off to college or it's their year that they're excuse me supposed to take a dive into the next step in their like in their elite play right and it's just such like a confusing and sad time for them because it's like to get mentally and physically out of that level of play is such a detriment to these like people who could have been something that might never be arguably like, because they lost a level. Like it's like stopping a train, like at full steam, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I truly feel like if it's like, we're going to see such a weird, like widespread, like, player x playing in location z like and all over the place because they're just going to find a place that's going to take them and they're going to go and they're going to pay the like it's better to ask for forgiveness and permission right and so they're just going to get up and go and then they're going to figure it out later i think because it's less headache to like resolve a contract issue than it would be to resolve a body and mind issue taking a year off you know
0: yeah, I yep. just feel bad for all the guys that are in the draft this year, like just not having a chance to Yeah, really show what they oh, can for do. Sure. There's always there's always risers and fallers and like I hope that anyone like that evaluates them when all the leagues are opened up, like really yeah. take into account of like just what I the, think we're the amount of shit that they've been through.
2: What I think we're going to see is and, like um Dave Branch um with the OHL said or alluded to as much that they're going to have like an OHL tournament of sorts yeah, uh, for like some of the higher tier right? guys. I yeah. got to tell you guys, this full time we've been talking, I got Leafs TV going and they're playing the Game 7 game like the 4-1 game with the <laughs> Bruins and the, and the Leafs and Kadri just scored the 4-1 goal and then mm-hmm. moments later Horton scored the goal that tied it. So as I'm going to round out the rest of this episode, I've got this game going on in the background. <laughs> so if I get more and more upset you'll know why but um <laughs> yeah no it's, that-
1: it's it's like taking away the final four tournament and they rallied to get the final four back and so yeah it's like we're gonna see hockey again and we're gonna see these players get their shot again it's just in yeah. the interim like they players are gonna do whatever the fuck they're gonna do to stay at the level that they're at so they can be competitive yeah yeah
2: yeah it's they gotta really do something changed
0: really should eat 24 if months if yeah.
2: you're a, if you're a team that or if you're a player rather that has the good fortune of being able to play in the U18s you know i think of like a guy like you know Brett Harrison or like uh, Mason McTavish or guys that yeah. you know might not be like top 10 talents uh, but are still probably going to be picked in the first round or second round you know they got the U18s to show up and they canned the camera into the crowd the other night when Sweden was playing Canada And it's all scouts there, right? Like that's, they're, they're there. Right. But the other thing that's weird about it is if you're, so Sweden, if you guys haven't been watching Sweden's been dog shit in this tournament and they've got guys that are, you know, highly touted guys on this Swedish team that have been playing terrible, like, you know, potential top 10 picks that have been playing really bad in this tournament. So where it's, Really good from a sample size perspective if you're a Canadian player. If you're a European player, it's almost worse because if you're not playing like to the top tier in a small little sample size, that could really affect your draft stock, right? And we don't know what,
1: like, I don't know what, like, personally, I'm not sure about you guys, but these guys could have just been coming out of like coming off of ice, you know what I mean? Like, they they could have not been playing. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, that's it, right? Like, it's, it's very weird. And then like, I was listening to a podcast. Um, I can't remember which, oh, I think it was the Around the A podcast. Uh, with Patrick Williams and David Foote. Um, it's a great podcast. If you like AHL and like developmental stuff, it's, it's a podcast worth checking out. But what I thought was really interesting is they were talking about, um, they had Todd Crocker on um, Voice of the Marlies. And they were talking about how well Kyle Dubis has implemented like the you know the the different tiers right so they've got the Leafs at the top then they got the Marlies and then they've got Newfoundland and largely Newfoundland um, in the ECHL has been able to carve out this amazing system similar to that that you'd see in baseball where they've got a tier where you know you're a prospect but maybe you're not you know like a sandine or a Lilligren, but you have to kind of work through it a little bit and play a little bit lower down, um, excuse me, in the tier, this is still giving you the opportunity to play, right? So like, I think of like a, like a Justin Brazzo, for example, who played uh, in the OHL and was, you know, a a goal scorer in the AHL, or pardon me, uh, in the OHL, he didn't sign an entry-level contract, but he signed a contract that's two-way for Newfoundland one-way and then the marlies the next the next year or you know th- the other way i guess you could say so i could see that happening a lot too where you've got guys that to your point guys a few minutes ago they may not have the opportunity or a place to play then end up signing these two way echl ahl deals instead of an entry level contract because it's actually going to put them in a place where you know they they might be able to show their stuff and and work their way up to that you know projection. Uh, and you know for people that aren't necessarily a sure thing, this feels like a, a pretty great way to to rise through the ranks um, and and hopefully uh, you know live up to some of that uh, potential,
0: yeah, I just wonder if it's yeah. a so like this is totally a hypothetical scenario and we'll probably move on from this because I'm sure like people that don't care about. Yeah. I need to wrap it up soon, boys. Okay. As well. Uh, Then I won't mention my thing. My thing's like a dumb. No, no, go for it. No, no. Let's, let's talk about it. No, I was just going to say like, hypothetically if a player was already drafted by a team, but didn't sign their ELC, but then would never play in the CHL. So they're not tied to the NHL CHL agreement. Like say they played in the G T H L, like they're drafted out of there or like American high school or something. then are I wonder if you're gonna see again, like Chris your point, a lot more players that might be under 20. Because I don't know if you can play under 20 in the ECHL. Um yeah, that's a question. you can play till 21, like 21 if you play the year prior.
2: No, 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 you're thinking of of junior hockey. I that's, think you can be I'm seeing ECHL, ECHL. ECHL. Like I think. Uh,
0: but then, like Europeans come over and play. You and can it. play for, you can play four years, can't you? And then you play G- year CHL, prior, CHL. You can play the CHL, CHL. Yeah,
1: that's junior. Like
0: the I'm uh, talking about ECHL. Oh so like yeah, semi, like they, they do under twenty. Because eighteen,
2: I think, is the the youngest you can be in the ECHL.
0: Okay, so if you're just drafted, they,
2: like, sorry, go ahead, buddy.
0: So if you're just drafted, and you say you're drafted out of the AJHL, never touch... Ne- like the junior league or whatever then like then if like you want to go and experience pro hockey instead of like going and finding a chl team to play for the next four years like then i wonder if you can go and find that like opportunity somewhere with the pro team. like it's just like it's all this effort of like even if you're drafted then maybe you could find another team like in their yeah. system, like that team can loan you out, even though you have the NHL rights mm-hmm. to another team. Like, it's just, I don't like, again, like you said, like Carter, that players are going to find out like where to play, but I wonder if there's just better opportunities in the East AHL that we're going to be seeing in the next year or so. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's that way with goalies, right? Like a couple of days ago, we You're found out just... that Ian Scott is going yeah. to play in like Wichita, I want to say, because. There's not really the playing time. Goalies at a young age almost always start in ECHL. But for for like a junior A player, like okay, so say they played in the OJ and they were going to like a D one or a D three school. To me, it feels almost like they would gamble going and getting a college education because if they're
0: like what if they're not all
2: talent? well I guess I guess if you're not if if you're you're not
0: if you're not college style, you're not getting an ECHL contract.
2: Well, that's kind of my point. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you're, if you're D, if you're like D1 <laughs> caliber and you're like, you know, considered a high sought after prospect, by the time you're playing junior A, you probably have a good idea that you're good enough to go to a D1 school, anyways. Yeah. And if you're not, and there's like, well, you're still hoping to get in to a D3 school, you're probably going to, I I would assume, no offense to some of the people who have done it, you're more apt to getting that education at that skill level than Gamble maybe not being good enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But anyways, you know, this has been the Junior Hosers podcast. Um, (laughs) Hosers Junior. Hosers Hosers Junior. I like that. I could talk about this shit all the time, boys, but well, it's, uh, it's Carter, I know you got to get going. It is totally, totally. It is. You, and the Bruins are making their comeback. What, and wait, getting, like. A what's bit the age simpler. limit for
1: the ECHL?
2: 18 is the youngest. Okay. Yeah. Why did you, were you Googling it?
1: No, no I, I was, I was confused. I thought you said, how old can you be? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs>
2: Oh, this no,
1: is going to be yeah, like the how the fucking visor yeah. rule again. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I was, I was just like, um, I was. Oh my god!
0: No, so no it's all good. Cole, Cole Caulfield update. Just in the podcast, uh, he's only played, he's played only six and a half minutes through two periods, but he has six shot attempts.
1: Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. So yeah, the kid fires at everything, shooting uh, ride, But uh, as soon, as soon as it's on a stick, it's off the stick at uh, the net.
0: Uh, yeah. Right get a lot of goals <laughs> that way but fuck yeah he's fun to watch at least that's what yeah. i mean
1: he's he's he, he's like watching like if you guys like spend time around like if you watch kids try and talk like they they know what they want to say but their mouth doesn't move fast enough so they like they stutter <laughs> or they pause or they that's like him but on his feet with the yeah. puck like he knows knows what he wants to do and he's so excited and he's burning but he's like He's getting ahead of himself, right? Like, because he's just so excited to be there.
0: He's just like a -A B-A-Pro player. Just like shooting at everything.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Here's what I can tell you. And the time that it took for you guys to say that, the Bruins tied the game up. Even though I know how this game is going to end. No, like, I'm watching the game 7 from 2013. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And watching the Bruins tie it up makes me feel sick. So... I'm going to shut it down here before I barf everywhere, but hey, we're on Spotify now.
1: Yeah, uh, that's amazing. I'm already following. Do
2: you know forward. how long it, it took me to, to get us on Spotify? you know how long it took?
1: Like, how
3: long?
2: About, about an hour. Oh, wow. Here, here I am refusing to put the podcast on Spotify because I thought that it would take forever. I think they've made their guidelines a lot easier to get on Spotify in the last year or two. I but- think so, yeah. Because they got we Anchor now... now. They
0: bought that podcast. That's I go through Anchor for my podcast. But
2: there you go, Anchor <laughs> for my Anchor.
0: podcast. <laughs> for my, if we were in the states, we could put ads in it and shit.
2: Ew, Anchor. fuck that. We could do our own fake ads.
1: Do you guys want a good sleep? Do you guys like ghosts? Do you guys want to shave your balls? <laughs> the the Casper mattress is the mattress for you. <laughs> hey guys.
2: Hey guys do you guys like the 90s me too and just like the 90s we're gonna keep bush in the 90s hi guys my name is chris killingsworth and i've got the smoothest balls on the planet i hate that shit i don't want to hear about your
1: fucking pubes leave that shit in the bedroom bro and this year garth finally got pubes you didn't tell me about pubes did you wayne
2: no i hate <laughs> manscaped ads yeah <laughs> listen like are you really a man if you don't uh trim your nutsack and like get a few nicks in it like that's a rite of passage in my opinion
1: yeah i, I i'm not sure about T dog because you're a little I, younger than us i you, thought you, i was gonna you die did, you <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the first time I nicked myself, I, I thought my life, I was like, well, it's going to fall off now. I've never cut it before. I was so like, I I've never it had a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I was like, it, yeah. I cut it, it's going to spread and it's going to fall off. Like, that's what happens.
2: And you're using your like Axe body wash and it like gets on the <laughs> cut and you're like,
3: oh, fuck.
2: Mom's knocking on the door
3: honey are you okay and you're like fuck off mom i'm fine
2: <laughs> we've all been there bro i know that's an oddly <laughs> specific reference but <laughs> that's that's
3: how we're living.
2: <laughs> yeah maybe we should do fake ads like i no offense <laughs> and like no shade you know i mean maybe a little bit of shade but some of these fucking ads that i hear like like, I like the Athletic Podcast, but I don't need Joe, Jonas Siegel telling me about my nutsack, all right? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to have Myrtle be, like, you know, giving me tips on how to shave my fucking bird, you know?
1: I just hate how inauthentic they are. Like, at no point will I be, like, talking about, like... Like... What are we fucking... T- I, no point Let me talk about how much I hate Jeff O'Neill. And I'll be like, oh. yeah, I... I hate his fucking earring. And speaking about earrings, do you guys not have enough time in the day after putting in your earring to cook your own meals? <laughs> well, I don't either. So I yeah. tried HelloFresh and getting those boxes of meat, <laughs> <of> food. To- <laughs> like I know whenever yeah. I stop mid-conversation and oh, be like, "Oh yeah, uh, I'm tired of having a sleep count. I prefer memory foam. I'm going with Endy. Yeah. No,
2: bro. You're so right. Like also... Like, I've never, like, you know how they make the, the, the conversations, like, they try and make it seem natural, like, to your point, Carter, where it's just like, all right, boys, the secret's out. You got a bush. Your wife, your (laughs) girlfriend, they don't like your bush. So now you and the boys can talk about cleaning up the boys. Like, I've never, like, saw Carter, like, that come up and be like, bro, you would not believe the fucking bush I have right now. Like that's not a conversation <laughs> that men have,
1: and I've been a man as long and, as. Well, I unless, unless, like, like you have to, unless, well, like we're in like and then you have to be like, okay, you know what? Like, it's been a while. I'm sorry for my bush. I've also
2: like, they also like I think we should bring Bush back in 2021. Honestly, like you also oh, like, don't have. Oh, dude!
1: Since since March 15, 2020, Bush has been back.
2: I love it. I love yeah, it. Dude, ever since
1: bush. ever since stores have been closed, my bush has been open.
0: <laughs> Do you shave in the stores? Oh <laughs> uh, no, it's it's not Carter. essential. Dude. It's, it's, not,
1: it's not essential, so I don't have to fucking worry about it. Do Carter's <laughs> got more
0: Walmart? You're like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: where's your back? Yo,
2: Carter, you got Carter's got more bush than a no effects album. Let's go. <laughs>
1: oh my god, the Leafs just lost in overtime.
3: Jesus <laughs> Christ.
1: No, I'm just saying, my sex life is not essential. So it was a COVID joke. It was rather so much worse than
0: marrying Gwen Stefani.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. I already made that joke, so it doesn't count. But it's the weird thing is, too, is they make it seem like, you know, like this might be a little TMI, but whatever, Mm. it's hosers. Um, They make those commercials for like manscapes and stuff too. They're just like, oh yeah, you know, not only are you going to get the crop preserver tool, but you're also going to get a little bit of deodorant for your balls. And like, I'm not going to play here. I don't think I've ever been in a scenario where my balls smelled so bad that I was like, oh man, if I had the fucking... The ball deodorant, fuck, I'd be in the clear right now.
1: Like that's I'd be not terrified a thing. of putting shit on. I'm like, like, I'll put soap there, but even then I'm like, oh, that's a lot of chemicals to be putting around that sensitive skin. Well, and that's what I'm seeing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Also, like, bush is beautiful. Like that's hey, you know it. where we all stand. Natural, <laughs> uncut, full bushes, no yeah. fragrance. Carter, I mean, has so much,
0: add- Carter has so much, Carter so much bushed. He's gonna invade Iraq.
2: Oh my, god. <laughs> oh my god, yo! It's so cool that we are the Snuffleupagus gang for real. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Man, All fuck right. Manscaped. fuck, Carter's fuck, Max in 9/11. <laughs> Fuck. Max Bernier, fuck, <laughs> fuck the PCP or whatever the fuck they're called, and also fuck Manscape. They are actually taking our our pubes away from us, and I'll not be a part of that.
0: We should start a protest.
2: Yeah. We first. want pubes. We
1: want pubes. <laughs> Episode eighty three. Bush is beautiful. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, I got to run the periods on boys, and it's tied. Okay. Okay, so, love you, buddy. Now.
2: Let's hope. Let's see if Cole can pot one tonight. No, yeah, I hope so. Love you, boys. Love you yeah. too, buddy. Hey guys, subscribe and listen to the podcast, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, rate it and uh, all that stuff. Uh, you can request to follow me at Killer Puck. Thomas is at No Salary Retained. Yeah. Carter is at Bush's Beautiful sixty nine. Um, make sure you follow him and uh, wear a fucking mask and get vaccinated, Just- boys. Good you. day, love you bye